right, we're back. The Two TV Sports, the Tosh and Jerry podcast. I got Jerry here by my side. As always, he took a week off last week, but we're back. NBA playoffs is rolling along, Jerry. Great week. Jerry was on the West Coast. You got to watch the late games. We, we, we've been seeing what's going on. There's been a ton of injuries, a ton of drama. The NBA is back, and we're ready to hear to talk about it. So, Jerry, it's good to, to uh, talk, talk to you today. Hell yeah, I'm fired up to be back. We had a good 2TV let us off for a week of vacation. That was nice of them. I got to experience the West Coast once again down in beautiful southern Los Angeles, California. Was able to watch the late late games more so than usual. That was absolutely delightful. Um, the playoffs both have been going exactly as I thought they were and not at all how I thought they would go. Um, you know, I want to talk about our tournament of champions here. I had the Heat, you had the Warriors. Both of our teams, zero wins. I would have thought the Heat would have taken one off the Bucks. Um, but that's all right. You know, I saw the Bucks in this tournament, got a nice four wins. So as it stands right now, Tosh, let me run you through it. I have 14 total wins in the five teams I picked. I picked the Nets, the Bucks, the Utah Jazz, the Phoenix Suns, the Miami Heat. You have 11 total wins with the Clippers, the Lakers, the Sixers, the Nuggets, and the Warriors. I went ahead, and as we're recording, the Sixers are playing the Wizards. The game's finishing up. I'm going to go ahead and assume they win that game, win that series. You get four for, for the Sixers' first-round series. Where do you want to take this to start off? So let's start with the LA teams, Jerry, because I mean, come on, that's, that's where the NBA, you know, that's where the drama is right now. And you, mm-hmm. I got the Lakers and the Clippers. Those are my first two picks. And uh, early on, it was looking like, wow, the, the Clippers are in big trouble uh, against the Mavs and Luca. Luca was going off. Yeah. I know you were pumped about that, Jerry. Absolutely. Big Luca fan. And, uh, and boy, have the tides turned, Jerry. It's looking like the Clippers have that series in control now after uh, taking two in Dallas. So where do you think this series is going to shake out? I mean, I think the Clippers are a better team overall. I kind of like don't like their prospects of going all the way. Although I will tell you, Tosh, the West looks more wide open than I ever thought it would. I mean, I thought Lakers were going to come out and kind of body the Suns, but that just hasn't happened. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. But yeah, no, the Clippers, full command. Um, I would love to see this go seven. You think Clippers in, uh, you know what? I'm going to say not Clippers in six. And here's why I think it's gonna be really, really hard for them to win four in a row against the Mavericks. I think this does go seven, but the Clippers edge out the Mavericks and Luca looked to be banged I, up last game too. Yeah. I think it's Clippers in six. I think they're going to win the next two games. It's going to be over with. And but that's uh, tough to beat one NBA team four straight times. I mean, obviously we just saw, done. you know, sweep, but. It's been done many times before, Jerry, and and they look, you know, they look relatively dominant the last seven quarters after going yeah. down like thirty to eleven quarter one in the game three. That looked really bleak for them, but they mm-hmm. they turned it. But I just don't think the Mavericks. You know, you've got Luca who seems to be banged up now, and not much else. And the Clippers just they figured it out. Kawhi's playing out of his mind, so the Clippers. I'm liking that pick. In uh, next round, it's you know they're going to play Utah. I and think I got they've the got pretty – yeah, so that's going to be big for us. I think I like the Clippers in that matchup. I just think that they – the Jazz haven't looked great. No, they haven't, and it's a little bit concerning. Luckily, they don't have too tough of a first-round matchup. It's just going up against Jaw, but yeah. um, that one's been okay, fun. Let's Jazz talk- has definitely been fun. Yeah, I would have liked to see them play the Warriors, and I think the Warriors would have had a shot there. But uh, how about the other L.A. team, Jerry? The Lakers. Well, they're screwed. Let me wow. put you off right there. They're screwed because, I mean, if Andy Davis goes down, it's literally 36, 37-year-old Braun out there just running around. And the veterans, dude, 
the thing about the Lakers, it's not like they have bad players. They're not hungry. They don't want this chip. They want their, they got theirs last year. I mean, I'm going to disagree with that, Jerry. I think they want this chip. The problem with the Lakers, they're not is playing like they, it. The role players aren't playing like that at they, all. Well, the problem with the Lakers is they spent all this money and got all these guys on these, you know, all these centers on that. That's where they spent their money on Montrez Harrell, a two year, $18 million deal. Marcus soul. They signed him to Andre Drummond. I mean, these guys aren't helping at all. Jerry, these guys Schroeder are not hasn't been players. Yeah, Schroeder, that was another one of their offseason moves. And everyone yeah. loved the Lakers offseason moves. And I was here saying, you know, Schroeder, can he shoot? Is he going to be good with LeBron? No. You know, Andre <laughs> Drummond, that dude is 50 pounds out of shape. He can't guard anyone on the perimeter. He can't finish around the basket. He's not a great player. You know, uh, Harold, I mean, we saw last year, he couldn't play for the Clippers in the playoffs. Yeah, you no can't help. be playing Harold in crunch time. That just clearly does not work out well. So, so it comes down to you've got LeBron, and then you've got, like, Wes Matthews and Caruso and Kuzma, and basically LeBron and a bunch of guys who are at best should be, you know, like six men. And uh, even LeBron can't carry him, and then he's coming off an injury too. So if Anthony Davis isn't playing, the Lakers are screwed, and this is an embarrassing loss for them in the first round to a team whose best or second best player has basically been a nothing for the first four games, for the first five games of the series. Basically, I mean, Chris Paul's hurt. He's not well. Their best player is Devin Booker. Yeah, but no, Chris Paul is almost. I mean, he had a decent game. What was it? Game four. But yeah, no, he's been, I mean, shoulders have just been banged up. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a big Chris Paul guy. I don't know if you knew that, but I'm definitely not a huge fan of his. So, I mean, not that that's super relevant, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy to see the Suns take down the Lakers. I think it's awesome. Um, just, and I'm not, I'm not writing this off just yet, though, Jerry. Cause yeah, I'm going to say, I was going to ask you, you think they pull it out of their ass? You think the Lakers, like, you think Braun comes out down game six, goes 35, 10, and 10? If this is the Braun from a few years ago, I think he, I think they will. It's just we're going to see how good Braun is at the end of the day. If Braun comes, you know, I think he kind of game five, he was like, all right, I'm not going to, you know, I got to win two of these. I'm going to yeah. take my rest game five. We'll go get game six at home. And then game seven, you know, I'll do my Braun stuff and, and go win. And this team, like, if Braun comes back and wins this series, Jerry, I don't want to hear anything about. Oh my God, he's the greatest per- greatest player of all time. He came back. You're gonna hear the it. Suns if you in round it. one. You're gonna hear it. You're Congrats, hear it. LeBron. You beat the Suns. I agree. In round hey, one. I agree with you all hardly, but you're gonna hear team. it. You're definitely gonna Congrats. hear it. Congrats. You beat you, you took you took J, you you beat up on Jay Crowder and company. Congrats. Like this is embarrassing for the Lakers to even be in this spot, Jerry. You're supposed yeah. to have one of the best players of all time. And you're getting your ass kicked by a mediocre Suns team who's Mediocre. They, I mean, they send it all the way at second seed. They're not mediocre. They're pretty Come good on, team. Jerry. The listen, not- okay, obviously, at full strength, you take the Lakers. It's not even a question. I know, I know. It's tough, it's tough for me to defend the Suns. But hey, they went 7 0 in the bubble. They had a great season. I don't like Chris Paul, but he's clearly added to that team. Devin Booker's been balling out of his mind. Aiden's been okay, not great. Um, but I mean, hey, they, they've, had a proven, great series. They've, proven, they've proven that they deserve to be there. Absolutely 100% no doubt in the mind. They just- they deserve to be there, but I do not think that they have a shot at winning this championship. And for the Lakers to lose to a team, that I don't think Who, has a shot. Okay, all right. Let me stop you there. Who's coming out of the West then? Because I, I, like I mean, the at this rate, it might be the Clippers. Yeah, I was going to say. That's yeah. what I was saying. I like that pick. I like my yeah. Clippers pick because they're going to get Utah, and then we'll see who they get uh, yeah. next round. But 
or the round after that. I mean, maybe it could be the Lakers, but you know what's uh, we'll sucks about these there, playoffs I would, is I just want to say that the Sixers they're going to get the Knicks or the Knicks or the Hawks, probably the Hawks, and they're probably going to beat the Hawks, and they're going to be so overrated and so guessed of going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Meanwhile. We have the best second round matchup maybe of all time like with the uh, Bucks and the Nets. Maybe it's a hot take, but I mean, look at the the star the star studded cast you have between those two teams. You have two, well, arguably two big three. If you want to include Drew Holiday, I'm not sure if I mean I have like two and a half there. Um, Tosh, I got so I do want to do a little preview here before we get into crazy Celtics news because I got I got to talk about that. Um, yeah, I no, have we'll the Nets that, and but... the Bucks uh, in in our like yeah. t- in our in our tournament here. So I'm kind of hoping this one goes seven. So, Jerry, I am in on the Bucks now. I was not in at all this entire season. Was not they buying you back in. Was calling, was calling for Bud to be fired, uh, all of that. And uh, I'm back, Jerry. The Bucks look amazing round one. They look better than they have in years, Jerry. Yep. And um, I think Dude, they that came out and playing... put the hurt on Miami. Yeah, they came out with vengeance. They wanted to prove that this, you know, Heat team was a fluke, and that's exactly what they did, Jerry. Now, against the Nets, I personally, Jerry, these are the best two teams in the NBA. So it's going to be a bloodbath, and there's going to be a ton of offense, and it's, for me, the big matchup in this series. I don't think anyone's going to be able to stop Giannis. I don't think anyone's going to be able to stop KD. Uh, I think Harden's going to be good, and I think Middleton's going to be good. I think it's going to come down to if Kyrie Irving outplays Drew Holiday. I think Drew Holiday might be able to outplay Kyrie Irving because Drew Holiday's a great defender, and Kyrie Irving is not. So I think that the Bucks have legitimate <laughs> I like that, Jay. Drew Holiday's a great defender, and Kyrie's not. It's just so simple, but it's so true. I love that. Yeah, it, well, and I think that, it, you know, the Bucks are going to have a shot. They're going to be in these games, and just what worries me as a Bucks fan is in the last few minutes of the game, are they going to be able to create The problem is uh, the Bucks definitely have so, a shot when Brooklyn's not paying attention, but I think Brooklyn is going to be dialed in for this. I think game one, they come out and roll. I think the Nets roll in game one. I think, I do think, I think they're going to be close games. My take is they're going to be close games, but I, I do think Brooklyn is going to win this series. I do. I do too. I think I they're do, the most I mean, talented team. We both, we both agree, right, that at, when everyone's healthy, everyone's at their best, it's Kevin Durant. That's the one guy you want. And they have, it's not Giannis, it's not LeBron, it's not Anthony Davis, it's not Kawhi Leonard, it's not Kyrie Irving, it's not James Harden, it's Kevin Durant. And that man is playing on the Brooklyn Nets. They have home court advantage. Not that that super matters. You know, fans are back, but not that super matters. Um, I think Giannis can lock him down for a little bit, but you're not going to stay with him for uh, 48 minutes, or I guess you know, 40 minutes he's no. playing, whatever it is. Um, and especially when he just walks with the corner, snipes a three in your face from the right hand side. I mean, you can't defend that. You just can't. You, yeah. Like even Giannis with his length is not quick enough to do that. Um, yep, Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA, and I think he's going to prove it in this series, uh, which is why I got. Well, the he's next. been out for so long. He's hungry, and and. James Harden, let's not forget, doesn't have a ring. It's not like he's just like sitting back like, oh, I'm just going to score a bunch of points. Like, no, this man wants to win. Like, you can say Kyrie drifts in and out of games, whatever you want, but Kevin Durant is an absolute killer when it comes down to it, and Harden's hungry. I, I mean, I'm all in on the Nets, for better or worse. I, and you know that I'm conflicted because yeah. I hate Kyrie. I love Kevin. 
and I'm indifferent about James. So it's a weird watch for me based on who's scoring. But um, uh, yeah, I'm going to be up for these games. I mean, this is this is literally can't miss basketball. Like this is going to be the, yeah. This you're absolutely right when you said these are the best the two teams. Yeah, this is like when the when the best two teams played in the Western Conference Finals a couple years back when it was Rockets Warriors. We knew the winner of that was going on to win the finals against Cavaliers, and they did. Yep. So okay, so yeah, Jerry. How about the other side, though the the other side of the East? You've got Philly, who you That's a have joke. Our, a joke. And, and Joel Embiid is out. I mean, you're maybe Philly. he's going to try to. Oh, I have Philly. Yeah, you have Philly, my good man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're going to get four more wins. Out. You have the four wins, and you're going to get four more against against I, the Hawks. I don't know. I don't know about that, Jerry. Oh, I, I hope the Hawks sleep- kick the Sixers' ass. I think, Jerry. I think that you are. Sleeping on the Atlanta Hawks. I Dude, mean, did you see the step back Trey Young hit on Julius Randle? It was disgusting. He faked a drive, tried to step back in game. It was game four. It was disgusting. Since Jerry, since, since the Hawks fired their coach and hired Nick, Nate McMillan to be their head coach, okay. their winning percentage would be second best in the NBA. Yeah, but you know who was best. also injured before that and came back? Danilo Gallinari. Like he's pretty well, not, yeah, not like he's a bum. I'm saying. What I'm saying is that this team that they have playing right now that has been there for the last 50 or so games is, is, yeah. is one of the best in the NBA. And then you've got the Philadelphia 76ers I think, who are okay, going to be without Embiid. healthy. No, no, no. I think, I think they're running the wrestling now. But, he has got a torn meniscus in his knee. So he can try to play through it, but I don't think, I think he'll he will. be the same. I don't know if – he probably won't be the same. But I think if you have Embiid – and he's even like 85 or 80 percent of what he could be or what he was during this regular season. I think the Sixers still get it. I think they do. We'll see. I don't think this is going to be a rollover series. I'm bought in on the Hawks. I think the Hawks are a good team. The East. And... I'll say it right now. The East is more fun than the West, and that's the first time that's happened in a long time. I would say. Yeah, the East is. It's interesting. You know, I think I think the East is better, Jay. Now that you say that, I mean, I mean, I, it I, is. I, the West, anybody can be anybody in the West right now, but I mean, the, the East is so top heavy with the Nets, Bucks, and I mean, I guess you have to throw the Sixers in there, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Jerry, what do you think about, I mean, last night, Damian Lillard went absolutely bananas. I don't know if you're watching dude, that game. That man needs but, to get out of Portland or Portland needs to get him some help. They're wasting dude, this man's career. Oh my. Did, did, were you watching? Because that was incredible what he was doing. I mean, it was just, they would get down and then. This happened like three times. Twice. This happened yeah. at the end of regulation. They get down. Dame gets the ball. Just makes every three he takes. Go, makes a last second three. Goes to overtime. Does it again to send it to double overtime. Like that was one of the most clutchest performance that performances so we, I've ever we, seen. Yeah, but we know this about him. The re- my the real crux of the Dame issue is what do you do if you're the Blazers? How do you either get him help or just let him? get to a better place where he can win. You, no, he's in you, purgatory. You, you can't trade Damian Lillard. You got to do what you can to get good guys around him, and they got to hit on some draft picks. I mean, they got to hit big on some draft picks. They got to, you know, get your dream on in the second round. They got to do some stuff like that. That's tough. And Yeah, it's just, I mean, that's, so Anthony that's Simon just isn't cutting it. Yeah, that's the NBA. It's just hard to find, like, you know, it's, it's hard to win a championship unless you it just get sucks LeBron so bad that he's just out there balling night after night after night, and it's like he just doesn't have help. Like, yeah, yeah. CJ's help. CJ's good. CJ's good. I'm no, no hate on him. He's all right. CJ should be a third or fourth option. He shouldn't be your second option. And then 
Your yeah, third option. At, yeah, he should be a third option at best. And then well, I like Nurkic and, I, and, you know, Norm Powell. And I mean, we saw what Norm Powell was on the championship team. He was there at seventh option. You know, he wasn't yeah, your yeah. fourth option. Yeah, you can't. So that's where, that's where they and need they to get. Gary Trent, which I don't get. They could have kept Gary Trent. Junior. I mean, they traded him to get to get Powell, so I guess yeah, it's I a little a bit of an upgrade. But yeah, I, I mean, that's just tough when you're in that position. You know, all the Portland fans I talked to, they're like, "All right, let's trade CJ." Well, it's like, who are you going to get for CJ? You're not going to you're not going to get Kawhi Leonard for CJ McCollum. No, you're not going to you're not you're not going to get you know Paul George for CJ McCollum. Like, you're looking at worse Dude, players. Dame would hate playing with with uh, Paul George, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm still thinking that series is gonna go seven, um, and I think Denver is gonna win at home. And then Denver I told you versus... Denver Blazers was going seven from the get go. They always yeah, do. They always that's been do. my take as well. It's yeah. always seven games. It's going series, seven. And yeah, it's gonna be game seven. Jokic is gonna put up like fifty. Same with Dame. It's gonna be an absolute shootout. It's gonna be great to watch. So yeah, uh, I love a good I love a good Blazers Nuggets series year after year after year. Where like the team yeah. comes out just loses in the next round just doesn't matter. <laughs> so well, I what, guess what, I guess they did make it to the Western Conference Finals a couple weeks back. But anyways, go ahead. What other what other team do? Are there any other teams we need to discuss? The Celtics getting well, we'll we'll save that one for the last for the last part. Okay. Anything else? I was gonna say. Um. Let's see. Let's see. I'm cruising the teams here. We covered Bucks, Nets, covered the Sixers, Nuggets, Warriors, Clippers. Yeah. I mean, we hit all of the teams that are still. Pretty relevant. Um, so I still like the Nets coming prediction? out of the East. I, I got Nets Clippers right now, as it stands. The current the current day, yeah. Wednesday, recording this, I got Nets Clippers. I got Nets Clippers as well. So we'll see yep. if LeBron has something up his sleeve and if Davis gets back and whatnot. But I'm expecting uh, big things from LeBron Game Six. Tell you that much. Yeah, if he doesn't, I think the whole goat talks are over. He's not the goat if he loses round one to this crappy Suns team. Fair but enough. okay, Jerry. Fair I'm going to give you the floor on this one, but before we get to Jerry's take about him, about his team losing round one, about his coach changing positions and his GM leaving the organization, make sure you go follow 2TV Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Go check out our stuff at 2TVSports.com and also make sure you listen to the Love Letters to Baseball pod starring Jackson Roberts talking all things baseball. I was just on State of the Show episode your state of this show, part two, Jerry, where we talked about baseball, gave my take. So make sure you t- tune into that and uh, go follow Love Letters Space on Instagram and Twitter. So, Jerry, the floor is yours. Give me your Celtics takes. News broke out of nowhere today, the day after, morning after the Celtics get eliminated by the Nets. So clearly, this had been in the works, Tosh. And I don't get that because there had been no whispers, nothing. It was Brad Stevens' an extension. And just going to run the team. He might have been thinking about stepping out for a little while, but there's no indication it was going to be right away this year. He was taking time to mull it over. No, no, no. They had a full-on succession plan that took me by complete surprise. So I was blown away by this news. First, the news came out, Ainge's retiring. It's like, oh, Danny Ainge stepped away. Wow, we're going to need a new GM. Okay, maybe it's an assistant, whatever. Not 15 minutes later, breaking news, Brad Stevens taking Danny Ainge. I said, are you fucking kidding me? That is ridiculous. We don't have a coach now, and he's running an organization? So many thoughts, like when the news was first breaking. Um, I'm going to miss Brad Stevens as a coach, first off. I mean, he was, he was great. Say what you will. Get your, he, him going back to Indiana take out of here. I don't think he should go back to Indiana at all. For those who are, are new to the pod, Tosh wanted Brad Stevens to go 
back to Indiana to coach college ball again. And I said, get out of here. They stay on the Celtics. He loves the Celtics. Um, weird that he was run down though, by players and whatnot. I want to go back though to Danny Ainge's career as a GM on the Celtics. People will say it wasn't a great career. I disagree. He got us a ring in 2008. That's step one, right? The next thing is we had to rebuild. Once we traded away Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, he got all the assets from the Nets. Great move. Then he traded Isaiah, Jay Crowder, Isaiah Thomas, that is, Jay Crowder and some picks for Kyrie Irving. He made another big star move. It just so happened that Kyrie's a shithead and didn't want to stay in Boston. He just didn't get along with the city. He clearly wanted out. That's not on Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge made the move, and it blew up in his face due to no fault of his own. But he was on the right path to get Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum together, not a decrepit, broken-kneed Kemba Walker. So you can't sit here and say that Danny Ainge's time as a Celtics gym the last 10 years was a failure. Did he miss on some of the, sec- the first-round draft picks? Yes. Did he not make some moves in moving the picks to get players? Yes. But sometimes you got to wait to make those moves. He also, I'll remind you, traded back with the Philadelphia 76ers who, were, who wanted to take Markel Fultz at number one and got Jason Tatum at three. He's a good GM. I hate the people saying he doesn't know what he's doing. He's a bad GM. It was time for him to leave. It wasn't time for him to leave. He decided to leave on his own. Boston fans were more than happy. All right, to Jerry, I got I to stop yeah, you what for do you a got? second here. So I'm going to push back on that a little bit, Jerry. I, I agree with you. Danny Ainge, overall, great GM. Did a ton of good things. If you're a GM and you win an M- NBA championship, you deserve a good amount of success, uh, credit, because that is a very hard thing to do. But, Jerry, I think the moment he traded for Kyrie Irving, I think the, the moment after that trade went through, everything he did from that point on was not good. I mean, I think you guys had the legitimate chance to win ch- multiple championships. Oh, come on. You drafted things, Payne Pritchard, your boy. Yeah, there's got to be good things, things he did after that. Come if on. If things played out better after you guys traded for Kyrie Irving, I think you could have gotten a championship. Or maybe no, the two. Problem, the but, problem was we did so well without Kyrie Irving when Scary Terry took over, took us to the Eastern Conference Finals. So Danny Ainge also put that team together that took us to the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, three out of four well, years. Jerry, you got, so yeah, it's I not mean, like... Yeah, he was close, but he... So what did you want him to do? Did you want Danny Ainge to implode the team so that Kyrie could feel better about himself? Get my, out of here with that. No. What I would say Danny Ainge should have done was instead of stockpiling all these mid to late round first picks and Memphis's pick and Sacramento's pick and all these picks that were supposed to be, you know, high picks that didn't end up ever amounting to anything. They, you guys had a ton of these guys. We had a ton of these picks that, that could have, you know, you got, you guys could have packaged all those picks and maybe a player or two and gotten another star. With what cap space? Nobody wanted Hayward at the time. There is nowhere to I move mean, him. And that's the guy you were going to move. It's not like we can move it. We're not moving Jalen and Jason for anybody. So it's like the only guy we could have moved was Hayward. It's not like he was lighting the world on fire. He was injured the whole time he was on the Celtics. Besides like a 10-game stretch in year four. I think you could have packaged together picks, Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, and maybe someone else. I don't know exactly your cap sheet back then. But it, to, me, it, to me, it didn't seem like he pushed the chips into the table. His whole plan was, I'm going to wait until Brown and Tatum develop and then do that. But the thing is, is that but you can't, you can't put it all on a 20 at that time, not even 20, a 20 and 19 year old Brown and Tatum to carry your team to the championship. I agree with his philosophy. Yeah, I, I think no, the Celtics I, are still I, two or three years away. I mean, listen, Tatum's still, still ascending year after year. He's putting on weight, putting on like, uh, adding more to his I game. I Obviously the that... problem right now is moving Kemba, which is going to be very, very tough to do. 
Well, and the problem b- besides that is going to be getting guys around Tatum and Brown because, yes. in my opinion, if those two guys are the best two players on your team, you're not going to win a championship, at least not nowadays. With, no, I disagree with, all with these that. Other... I think we definitely can. But, but it's going to take another three that? or four that happened, years. That happened, that, Look at the players yeah, that, that take another year. leap at 26, 27, 28. We're years away from that. And the fact that we have I them mean, under contract... Me- yeah, I agree, but I'm saying maybe in five years, yes. But I'm saying, who knows what's going to happen? Tatum might want to leave. Yeah. Brown might want to leave. Yeah. I think that your guys' window was the last few years in that he didn't push Our window was last to- year against the Miami Heat. We should have beaten them, gone to the finals, and given LeBron a run for his money. That was our best chance. The one before that was Scary Terry, kind of a fluke. The one before that, that Isaiah Thomas. I mean, it's not. Last I, year I was think- the year, and we blew it. That was I think it. the one, comes down. Well, I also think the one where you lost to the Bucks and then the Bucks ended up losing to the Raptors. I think that would have been a good one because I I think that 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 championship was. I mean, the Raptors were a good team. They weren't the one with amazing. Kyrie. I think, yeah, yeah, but that's because Kyrie wanted out. <laughs> what do you mean? He didn't put. I, see, a, I, you remember see, that playoff the Celtics, He didn't do shit. That whole playoff whole Celtics, series. That's the whole Celtics take. Dude, he was I, mentally checked that, out on that series. Go watch that game. Watch this. He Celtics, was mentally checked out. That's the whole Celtics take that I think is the most ridiculous one, is that Kyrie Irving was, like, single-handedly tanking Dude, your Kyrie team. Kyrie Irving that's was not, not doing anything to help that team. That team was not very good. It had a young Brown and Tatum who weren't great. had Kyrie Who Horford, proved competent and, to beat the Bucks with Scary Terry. It's not like, what do you mean they're not great? They had proven the year before that they could do it. Well, the Buck, that Bucks team was much better the next year. It was a completely different team. I mean, that, the first Bucks team had is, is nowhere near as good as that second Bucks team. I, I, I'm just I saying the Celtics should not have gotten team. worse adding career. So, so how do you, good. so how, the whole thing about the Celtics is all the Celtics fans are so like protective of Brown and Tatum. They think that Brown and Tatum are like top 10 players. Brown because are they good. are <laughs> exactly Brown and Tatum are good guys. They're good players, but they're not. You know, not neither of them is even that close to a top ten player in the NBA. Well, that's not and, true. And Tatum's very. He scored fifty in the playoffs. It's not like you come by that is, every day. Who else is? Who else is going to shoot on but that? He's team? going Everyone up against Kevin injured. Durant. He's dropping fifty on a good defender. That's not easy. I to mean, do. he's Tatum. He, Tatum's good, but he's also basically fully not a good passer yet he is a good defender i'll give him that but i don't think no, your team i mean been, you don't need to be Jason, great okay. at passing if you're jason let's do this. You get let's the ball swinging around all right what do you got of all the best teams you know you've got the lakers they've got lebron and ad yeah clippers Kawhi and pg yep you've got no paul pg is not Kawhi and pg is not better than brown and tatum maybe only because are Kawhi. you kidding me? Dude, Are PG, I'm, I'm putting it out there. I don't want playoff P in the, in the playoffs at all. Kawhi, I'll give you, is better than is definitely better than Tatum. Much, Those two, much better who do you want? Who do you want in a playoff series? Who do you, who do you want? Brown and Tatum. Kawhi and PG. Not Ooh, even I close. think it's close. Not I think it's close. close. We got to put this on the Twitter poll. We got to put this on the poll. We got to put it out there. This is my whole point about the Celtics fans, is that the problem, yeah, Jace, Tatum and Brown aren't the problem. The problem lies that you need other stars around Tatum and Brown for, yeah, them, absolutely. for your team to be a legit contender. And I thought that if you pushed more chips into the table two years ago when you had Kyrie, Horford, Brown, Tatum, maybe you could have gotten a championship if you upgraded a little bit. Uh, and 
they didn't, and they didn't win a championship. They had a bunch of good years, and they still got Tatum and Brown. The future's still relatively bright, but, I mean, that was a good shot to win I'm just worried we're going to be in, like, Blazers purgatory where we, like, make the playoffs. Yeah, that's make a little bit exactly noise, where I think you guys will be unless you find some way to get an, a third We just don't have a third star. option. We don't have a third option. I know, and it's tough. And it's like we can't – we're kind of fucked by the cap. And uh, yeah. it's not like our guys are healthy. We got to hope that Robert Williams develops a little bit more, a little more consistent. You got to hope you hit on some random draft pick who's going to be your stud point guard. Or Aaron Neesmith just turns into an absolute stud Ray Allen. Yeah, exactly. Option. So that's, that's, the, cool. yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the hope that you're banking on now is mid-round picks, which you know, is Hope fine. is not a good thing to be you're banking gonna have, on in the NBA, though. You're gonna, hopefully going to have a, fu- a fun next 15 years with Tatum and Brown. But it's gonna be interesting to see how many, like how deep those guys can get you in the playoffs. I mean, I love those two, but I think Tatum is also not like a team leader. He's just a killer out there. Like, I just don't think he's the guy inspiring other dudes on that team. Really yeah, I, I just think he's not that great of a passer. So it's like when you've got two guys. But you don't need that work. when you're dropping fifty in the playoffs. Who cares? Was Kobe uh, a good I, passer? Kobe was a better passer than Tatum. I mean. Fair. He was also a guard, not a forward. So, yeah. Sense. I mean, I just think that when you guys got when you, I mean, you're gonna run into the same problem that the Clippers are facing with George and Kawhi. It's like you need a guard who can like do some stuff. You know, you don't want the ball in these. Uh, there are plenty of guards. Stuff. We can we can find somebody a little bit cheaper. Yeah, maybe then. maybe CJ McCollum. He'd be good on the uh, Celtics. I don't know. That what would be awesome. But him. there's no way the Blazers are moving him for Kemba. So I don't know what the hell we're gonna do <laughs> yeah. there. But what if you but, uh, package? What if you package like Kemba and Marcus for somebody? Then maybe, then maybe you can make it work. If you take somebody bad contract with like dead money and get somebody good as well. Kemba and Marcus. Kemba and Marcus for Russell Westbrook, Jerry. Who says no? I say no. I don't want Russell. Russell Westbrook would just <laughs> ruin the Celtics. Get out. I'd rather have Kemba and and Marcus than Russell Westbrook. All right. Anything, Not even close. Anything, anything else NBA we want to talk about here? How about Coach K retiring, Jerry? Yeah, hell of a career. No bad words on him. You know I'm a Duke guy over UNC, so that's pretty sad. He's turning at the end of this year, though, so we'll have one last run. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what type of, like, he's going to get the ultimate, uh, what do you call it? Oh, my God, he's going to get the ass-kissing tour of the century, which is well, but, you know. And now we got. I feel like every year we got we get at least two or three of those. Every year in each sport, there's got to be at least one, like, full ass-kissing for some dude retiring. I mean, mean, it's well-deserved. It's well deserved. Yeah, but all right, Jerry. You think you uh, think on the last note here? You think UNC gives him a standing ovation? The crowd at UNC. Yeah, hundred percent, they will. I think so too. It'll be classy about it, I and then one asshole thing will there. do something. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, Jerry. Good to talk to you. Uh, thanks for listening to the Tosh and Jerry Pod. We'll be back next week, I think, as we uh, continue on with our NBA coverage and. Uh, and yeah, go listen to go listen to uh, State of the Show on with uh, Gerald's pod on. Uh, I love Ledger's baseball. That was a fun pod too. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.